just like a chubby Puerto Rican chick who's a secretary. Not a special ops person or something like that. And now she's all of a sudden shooting fucking Amrams out of the fucking back of fucking some hooked up Escalade. Or something. Yeah. yeah. He said Amrams. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what that stands for, man. I just heard it on the news one night. Amram missile system or something like that. <clears throat> it's uh, the first time you ever heard it was probably in the movie Independence Day. That is probably correct. With Will Smith. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Michael, you know me so well, you fucking shitbag. <laughs> no, I know Independence Day. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the IO panel. This is episode 57, recorded May 7th, 2017. With me, as always, are my fellow co-hosts. Starting in corner one, we have Dr. Neil Blevins. Fighting out of the blue corner. With an undefeated record of zero and zero. Technically correct, the best kind of correct. Pleasure to be here. All right, all right. And in the other corner, we have James. James, how you doing? What's up? I'm good. All right. So, guys, Evan, I'll start with you. How was your week? How was your weekend? Recap. It was good. Went driving the new whip, as you said earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, began thinking about diversifying my bonds. Mm. Buying uh possibly seeing what money I can set aside or how much um it would cost to buy up a, a tax lien or two. Generally a good investment if you can front some money. Are you guys familiar with what those are? No. So if you buy a house or I think even some uh like some retail or commercial property and don't pay the property taxes for some amount of time, the city can put that property uh, deed basically up up for sale um, using it's, it's a type of sale called a tax lien. So you, I can buy the deed to... Uh, I can basically buy that property by paying the back property tax. So what happens is I buy that or like the option to it. So and it's like you're screwing the little guy. Is that what it is? No. The, you're the fucking guy, a family. You're fucking a family out of their property. Is that what's happening? I'm not. No. So we'll we'll say it's a real a, estate uh, mogul. Hey, thank you. We'll say it's a family. <laughs> so say this family, this uh, downtrodden family, has not paid their property taxes in five years, and it amounts to ten thousand dollars. Or something. It'll probably be less than that, but let's say ten grand. So I pay ten grand, and what happens is that family has a year, um, depending on the state. So it's at least a year to pay the tax, plus uh, like ten percent interest because I bought it. So one of two things will happen: either they'll pay um, eleven thousand dollars, and I will get my money back, 
plus, you know, I'll get the $11,000. Or if they don't pay it, that property becomes mine and I bought a house for ten grand. And you tell them to get the fuck out because they're hobos and poor. Correct. So you own the house. Out- this, this only works on property owned by people outright. Um, I don't know if that's true, but I wouldn't doubt it. I don't know. I haven't, uh, dove, div, divin, dived, delved, delved into the the logistics. So is this what you're doing or you're going to do it? I have not done it, but it's an interesting prospect. All right. Well, let us know. I think me and Michael want to get in on that. We were looking for some $500 closet space. Okay. (laughs) You know, we can just swap in and out of. See, I'm not greedy. So if I were able to pull a couple of these off per year and say they were 10,000, if I could sell them for like as investment properties for like 35 grand or 40 grand, then, you know, that's fine with me. Sounds easy. It, it sounds, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's the waiting game. If you got some money to front, just be patient. You'll always get a return on your investment, whether it's 10% or, you know, 900%. Hmm. So okay. that's, that's, uh, that's where we stand on that. All right. All right. How's the new car? Uh, Torquey. It's good. <laughs> it's comfortable. I enjoy driving it. I said, uh, <laughs> one thing I didn't notice until the other day was, uh, because of my deep bones, uh, and, and I, <laughs> since I sit high and everything, your dense bones. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess supposedly the ideal position for the driver is to be looking through the center of the windshield or thereabouts. Okay. Maybe a little bit higher, but, um, I sit quite high as James has noted in the past. So, um, occasionally I'll have to like tilt my head down to see a traffic light if I get too close to the line or just check, uh, extra traffic, but, such is life. Hmm. For, the, for the deep boned. Yeah. Well, I have to Bye. do that too every now and again. You know? <laughs> I have to like, like peer around to see the traffic light or something. Uh huh. Did it turn yet? Well, that's poor civil engineer. Is it civil engineering? I think so because it's the lights are too, they're a little too high and no one's actually checking. And they're too close. So when you're standing, when you're like right at you're the too light. too close, man. Yeah. yeah. The lights are too high and too close. You can't see the whole light, and you kind of have to lean in to see them. Man, it sucks. Yeah. But is it a civil engineer who designs cities? Uh-huh. Okay. But the lights aren't hung by civil engineers. They're hung by peons who get, who get paid, like, whatever, and they're not... They're like, oh, who knows? Who? Uh, let's get this light up. That's it. You know, they don't care. So hmm. that's probably, probably what the problem is. I bet those peons have a fantastic union in lifetime jobs, though. I bet they do. We need to become... Light hangers. Peons. Yeah. Actually, you know, if you want a lifetime job with really good benefits and a good union and excellent travel uh, possibilities, apparently um, the railroad is the way to go. Oh, to be like, uh, uh, tickets, please. Tickets, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tickets, you could please. Do that. You could be a conductor. Yeah. But apparently they're they're awesome. So something to think about. Live your life on the rails. Mm-hmm. It's like being a hobo, but not. Yeah, but getting paid for it. (laughs) I like it. I'm giving there's so much good advice today already. You're welcome. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. James, how was Mm -hmm. your week? How was your weekend? 
my week was a week at my job. I continue to be paid for my job, so well, it's good appara- enough. Apparently, you have a new position. I don't have a new position. I, I just my 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 position was degraded, or my <laughs> my my department was degraded to to almost nothing. Now I've been folded into another group. So, um, do you I do still do the, the same, same thing? Job. Yeah, I just okay. do the same job. It's transparent for me. Um, so yeah, there's that. And uh, the weekend was exciting, man. It was a hell of a weekend. Disasters know? narrowly averted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but hey, it is what it is. You deal with maniacs, you get wake up with maniacs stew all in your face. <laughs> so that's what happens. Sounds hmm. sexual. Yeah. Like, yeah, maniac it wasn't. Man, but, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, no, it was okay. The weekend's almost over. That's a good thing. You know, I got a. Uh, gotta get back to that grind. Yeah, I got an airsoft event next week. I got a pair of night vision goggles coming in in the mail on Thursday. Um, that I'm pretty excited about. Did you um, scam another pair out of someone else? No, I didn't. <laughs> uh, actually, I paid money and rented these. Uh, and I rented a oh. set that came. They come with a GoPro Hero 4 and a GoPro Hero 4 night vision mount. So pretty exciting stuff. So I'll be able to record direct night vision of all my adventures. So that's I'm pretty stoked about that. How's um, that work? Does yeah, the night vision goggles have like an HDMI out? No, it's an interface that that goes between the actual image intensifier and the light, the the thing you look your the, the viewfinder, and the the uh, camera sits on the top on the upper right hand side, so you look like this, and the camera's there, and it's looking into a refracting thing. Ah, you know? yeah, so it's pretty interesting. Cool. Yeah, that reminds me. How did the uh... The radio worked out. I worked out good? well. Yeah, yeah, it worked out well. I sold it. Um, I got some money for it. Excellent. And I got the free ticket to the, not free. I got a ticket to the event also. So worked out. Cool. Hmm. Excellent. Yeah. Mike, recap. Sit rep. Well, uh, work was work. You know. Yep. Doing doing what we do. Um, are you preparing for Halloween like way early? Uh, no, I just got one of my thrice yearly haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> so, awesome. yep. So yeah, I got a haircut, uh, yesterday. Maybe took a little bit too much off the top, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, did you go to brunch yesterday? I did not. Oh, why not? I texted and it was canceled. Outstanding. Good yeah, enough. It worked out. Okay, good enough. I'm not like sure. All plans not... were canceled. Thank the Lord. Everything worked out. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure I wanted to go to that anyway. So Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it would have been fine. It's just, meh. Is this a $35 hotel lobster brunch? Mm. It's a $25 or something, something. So. That would have been worth going to. Probably a lobster brunch. Oh, a lobster brunch. Yeah, Yeah, I'd have some. I'd have a fight with some lobsters, man. I could (laughs) suck down some lobster meat. Give them the clamps. Yeah, gargle some lobster meat. (laughs) Why? Sexual once again. Why? Um. So yeah, no. That's it. Nothing really going on. 
here in the uh, in blower world, you know, it's just maintaining. You know? Okay, <laughs> staying alive <laughs> for the meantime. <laughs> Pretty much, you know. I mean, I don't have a new car. I don't, you know, I'm not going to an airsoft event. You know, there's not nothing really going so on I over always here. Re- always reminding myself to put that razor down. You know, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Had an opportunity to go uh, skeet shooting today. Didn't didn't take up the person on that. Where? I had uh yes I did. Who wanted to do that? Uh Phil? Uh-huh. Oh, why didn't you go? I don't know. Why didn't you go? I didn't know. I forgot about it, honestly. You I'm forgot it. You texted him yesterday and said, No, nah, I can't go. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Did dun, I? Dun, dun. Yes. I mean yeah, I, a murder she wrote mystery here. Mm-hmm. He said, well, Sorry, I have stuff going on. I don't remember saying that. It was fucking wasted, bro. Well, Mike, why didn't you go? Eh. You just not in the mood? Yeah. Little bang, bang, pew, pew. Yeah, I, I do want to go again. Although, well, to be honest, I actually did have plans for today. But they got canceled early this morning. So Understood. I wouldn't have minded going shooting, but that's okay. Next time. You know what? I did not even read his fucking message. All I saw was the person who sent the message, or the person who was tagged in the message. All my phone shows me is that that person's name, and I was like, oh shit. No, I don't want to be involved in whatever that's going on. That's unfortunate. It's okay. I wouldn't have gone anyway. I couldn't go. I had I did have stuff going on today. I was have been shirking responsibility all day long. <laughs> I'm sure. So I've yeah. been trying on shirts all day long. Yeah. And failing at it miserably. <laughs> Trying on shirts. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, didn't do a whole lot today. But all right. Know. Well, we can we can all try to do better tomorrow. That's correct. Well, let's move on to this show that's much about nothing. Uh, I mean, there's some stuff in there. Uh, so I got a couple articles in the news. The first one I have entitled Light Up a Joint because I found it hilarious. Um, so a group of Swedish researchers, this is like medical science stuff, by the way, if you don't care, fast forward. Um, they have created a way to encapsulate, I'll say encapsulate stem cells into a nanocellulose material, which allows them to have the durability to survive being 3D printed. So what they did, if you if you read the article, you'll look at the there's a picture there, and they sort of light up a ball socket hip joint, which is hilarious with my title. Um, so they printed out a a piece of this this stem cell material and primed it with you know growth factors, chemicals, hormones, stuff like that. I'm sure. And um, they're, <laughs> I'm sure, dude. I'm sure that's involved. I would love to see it happen. Uh, I can tell you more about that in just a minute. Um, but they, they primed it, we'll say, and it allowed the cells to differentiate, basically get their identity, what they're supposed to be, and correctly grow into human cartilage tissue. Um, I believe it was human. Yeah, we'll say it is. So I think it's a promising proof of concept. They do need to find a material that they that will protect the stem cells from you know, the 3D printing procedure, but then is also, um, sorry, capable of being absorbed into the human body. 
cellulose is something we're all familiar with. It's, uh, I believe, often used as like a food filler. Uh, it's like non-soluble fiber. You just kind of poop it out. Um, <laughs> you know, basically. So if they can create something that your body absorbs and sort of make a cartilage patch um, that will grow the requ- at least seed the required cells and you can put more stem cells in later. Uh, I think that'll be cool. What I like about this um, is my dad has like no cartilage in his right knee. So that could be interesting. I don't know when this will happen, but uh, you know, within the next decade, if everyone stays alive, we're in for a treat. Hmm. So here's to hoping. Yes. So what I want to circle, circle back to is there is actually a facility um, a mile away from me that harvests placental stem cells. I don't know if I ever told you that. I don't think so. All right. Why would I, I have not been in that area in a few months, but um, thank you for reminding me because I want to go back and ask if I can, you know, I, I doubt they have tours. I want to watch. <laughs> yeah. But hey, it doesn't hurt to ask if they have tours or like presentations or anything. I think that'd be pretty interesting. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So don't mock me so swiftly, sir. I'm, I know and do things. I wasn't mocking you for that. I was okay. mocking you for the hat you're wearing. For every other reason. Yes. This is a fine piece of Masthetics memorabilia, sir. Who? Ma- God. Well, I'll put a link in the show notes. You can okay. all thank me later. Okay. Next article. Um... So, President Trump has signed an executive order to tell the IRS to alleviate the burden of the Johnson Amendment. Now, since I had no idea what that was, I looked it up. I have a feeling most people don't know what that is. Um, It's from the mid-50s, from Lyndon Baines Johnson, I do believe. It prohibits organizations that have tax-free status to participate in political campaigns or support one particular candidate for office. So basically keeps churches from donating shit tons of money to politics, which businesses currently do. But they did just do one. He just signed one, look, a religious freedom act or something that lets religion, lets ministers, like, say from the pulpit, Trump's great, vote for Trump. Yeah. That's probably related. He yeah. he's, he was quoted as saying, we will not allow people of faith to be targeted, bullied, or silenced. So I, I don't really like this because there is a lot sense. of money in the church. And there should – is the separation of church and state not a thing anymore? Even though every president, like if you're not – you know, if you don't say you're Christian, you're definitely not getting elected. Yeah. So uh, it's just meh. Welcome to America 2017. Yeah. Better, be, better, get, better take advantage of there's a Republican in the office and get your click clack and fill them with, <laughs> fill them with bling blings so you can go <laughs> pew, pew, pew. sound effects awesome mm-hmm. so that's well, Evan, that, that ties into um, something we're going to talk about later yep yeah. alright cool well good um I don't like it me neither Okay. That's horrible. Good. Good, good. 
Yeah, good, 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 but bad, bad. Yep. All right. Yep. That actually ties into two things we'll talk about later, apparently. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, you guys may have heard about this already, but there's a uh, there's a YouTube channel called Daddy O Five that um, he he records you know him and his wife playing pranks on their five kids, basically. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's been somewhat popular. Um, but I don't know. There was another, there was a video recently that I guess people thought went over the top that it was pretty bad. And so what ended up happening, so the, some of the kids are only like, that's not their mom. You know, she's like their stepmom. So the original mom went and got an emergency, like I'll say restraining order, but that's the wrong word. But basically, she got custody to take the two kids and have them live with her for now. Because apparently the video was, like, so crazy or something. And this is local. Like, this is in Maryland. Was so. like, fake decapitation or something? Or um, You know, like, I haven't watched it, so I'm not sure. They, they dressed the kids up in, like, squalor attire and had them go into Starbucks begging for coffee. I mean, it says here, in the video, you see Cody being beat up by his siblings and his father pushing his face into a bookshelf. The parents continue to yell and swear at the kids over something they know they didn't do. Well, it's just a prank, bro. It's just a prank. Chill out. The bar for pranks is so low these days that it just doesn't even make any sense, man. You just punch someone in the face like, it's a prank, bro. It's a, it's like, a prank, like, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, relax. It's like, go to the hood and be like, man, these nits. Like, oh, no, I'm pranking you, bro. It's a prank. It's a prank. Come on. That's not a prank. At least, at least a prank has some thought to it, you know? It's like, three months ago, I started giving Jacob small pieces of glass in his salad. Yeah. Now we're going <laughs> to see if his intestine is still whole. You know? I mean, you know, that that's a prank. <laughs> It's a big prank. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I started dosing his orange juice with massive amounts of LSD. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the original video has been taken down, and they they posted a, a an apology video, of course. So. Well, yeah, they're they're stupid. Now they're sorry. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. So, yeah. Sorry, you got caught. That's it. So, the right, well, only reason I want to mention is because it's it's local to us here in Maryland. Is it like super local? Because there's parts of Maryland that are way out there. Uh you know, like, I'm is not, it I'm Salisbury sure. or North Hagerstown? Uh, I'm not sure where it was exactly. Oh, Frederick County. Oh, okay, that's pretty close. Yeah. Yeah, so not too far. Yep. Well, good luck with your future, kids. <laughs> oh, they're fucked. <laughs> Wards of the state. Yep. Um. All right, so next up. France decided not to go to the way the same way the United States went. So in case you guys don't know, France has been having their own presidential election recently and it was down to Marine Le Pen who is the Trump of France yep 
her father was like the Hitler of France. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the other guy is Emmanuel Macron or Macron, however Mac- you macaroni. Yep. Um, and he's like, uh, I'm going to say he's like a Bernie Sanders. I could be wrong on that. He's um, like a John Everyman. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, he's uh, he won. He won the election. So in a landslide. Yep. Thank God. It says here that he won 65 percent of the vote after 98 percent of the polling stations reported in. So very he, good. He won. Yeah. Fair and square. Yep. That's the best France could have hoped for. Now, do you happen to know if he is pro or negative EU membership? Because I know that was also up for uh, discussion. He is not against EU membership. Okay. Good. Unlike Marine yeah, Le-, Le Pen. Le Pen, she wanted to... Like, we're we're out. We're out, son. Like, yeah. Which, you know, they wanted to pull a Brexit. Which, uh, yeah, I don't know. It probably wouldn't have been good. No, I mean... Not just for fans, mentioned... but for the EU as a whole. Yeah, we talked about this like two or three weeks ago, mm-hmm. saying like it was likely that if France left, then the EU would probably be, you know, on its last legs. Mm-hmm. Yep. And likely disband. Which I don't even understand the logistics of breaking that up at this point. Like everything is so interconnected. They would have to start printing their own money again, working out, you know trade and travel deals and shit like that. It would take years. Yeah, I mean, the the UK, they, for whatever reason, they never adopted the euro. So, so they're lucky in that sense in that they yeah. don't have to go through that. Maybe that's one reason it's easier for them, you know? Could be. But yeah. So, I don't know, that's good. I don't know, I mean, obviously we don't live in France. And so, nothing they do matters, man. No, but uh, <laughs> that's not true, obviously. But I'm uh, I'm happy with the way this went, personally. Yep. Now, it's not in the show notes anywhere, but speaking of, like, egomaniac, nonsensical people, um, the president-slash-new-king-slash-emperor-of-Turkey Want himself more power democratically? Oh. He like put it put it up to a vote. He's like, "Hey, you guys want uh, want me to make every decision?" They're like, "Yes, you're great." He's like, "Okay." <laughs> the Sultan of Turkey? <laughs> no, I don't know. Whatever he so like there was there was some separation of power, but like he is now what, like they had the Congress or something or whatever they call. Well, it. he he's basically like now he's president and prime minister. Something like that. Or he has the powers of Prime Minister. I see. Yeah. I don't know. I might put a link in there, but just a a quick mention. Turkey is fucked also. Oh, I see. It says here it's been the presidency has been mostly a ceremonial office, but now they just voted to make it an executive post. Starting with the 2019 presidential election. Which he will win. By you nominating think? himself. You think? <laughs> Probably. Okay. Well, good. Good for him. 
It'll be like I, I want know, him. I want him to do well. No, I don't know. Yeah, me too. He, he's a promising young individual. Yeah, right. Just like you know, Kim Jong Un. He's like, okay, we're gonna have a democratic vote. Who do you want to be president? Me. I win. Yeah, yeah pretty much. This guy is the twelfth president of Turkey. I That's I would I would say his name, but it's not pronounceable. I don't know how to say his first name. His last name is pronounced Erdogan. Yeah, wow, I would never have guessed that. Whatever Erdogan. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's R- called. If you watch the news or listen to the free news that comes with your Audible subscription, which fuck Audible because they're not paying us anymore. <laughs> uh, but it has. This is me ragging on Michael, I'm not selling Audible. They talk about it all the time in the Washington Post, and it's free with Audible. Well, so. I read things. I don't watch or listen to them usually. Hmm. Well. That is a failing life lesson to your media intake policy. Your okay, okay James. I know your eyes don't work, but uh, <laughs> you know some of us can still you see. You look very so. so patriotic. You're like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> like looking off at a 30 degree angle with his head held high and his chin up, eyes wide open. <laughs> He's looking off into the middle distance. <laughs> yeah, but one eye is like. Boop. Over there, <laughs> look at over there. <laughs> they were actually quite straight. Oh, they were. Right. Oh, nice. straight to me. Nice. Yeah, both of you guys are supposed to be wearing glasses, by the way. Um. Well, he he probably should be. Me, not so much. Sometimes, but not really. But you were supposed to wear them for close vision. I'm supposed to wear them if I'm going to be using a computer for several hours at a time. And what do we normally do on Sunday evenings? We use a computer for several hours at a time. Very good. What do you do, Michael, when you're at home? Uh, these days, I lay in bed and listen to Audible. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I use a computer for several hours at a time. <laughs> no, I do use my phone a lot, though. I'm also on Facebook and stuff, so that oh, might good. count as the same thing. Okay, so. Becky. Well, so, so I basic, lay in bed. Basic bitches be damned. Stare at the ceiling, listen to the shins, and Bob Dylan. <laughs> the shins? Yeah. I don't I don't know them. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. Cool. So, okay. So, good Good on Er... Erdoyan, or whatever his name is. Erdogan. Erdogan. Er, oh, wow. Dude, Erdogan. The, just change Erdo- the G Erdogan. to a W. Okay. Erdogan. That's what, that, that's what that, that upside down that means. Okay. <laughs> too many umlauts oh. in his name for you? There's no umlauts. <laughs> I don't know what that's called. Accento escritos? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that might as well be it. I don't know. Um, if you told me that's what it was called, I'd say, okay. You know, I'd believe you because I have no idea. No, it's this, that's like the Spanish squiggly, the tilde or something. Some Spanish punctuation. Oh, okay. Accentos right. excretos? I said it. <laughs> I said it poorly, but yes. Ugh. <laughs> Michael, you heard what I heard, right? Excentos, excretos, excretos? Mm. Is that what it is? No. That's what I heard. All I heard was excrete. I'm going to type that into Google. We're just going to see. Oh, it is, it is a thing. Yeah, I told you. Oh, shit. I don't fabricate much information. Wow. Evan? Yeah. Wow. I remember that from 20 years ago. That's because you're a maniac. Because I have a decent memory. Lasts more than a week. Yeah, obviously. Are you going to read us a description? or No, 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 okay. no. 
It's okay. not. It's not, I'm, I'm not coming up with the right thing, but okay. But I believe you. Um, <laughs> then we should probably move on. Yes, we should. So what do we got? Uh, I put something in here for Stranger Danger that I was hoping you could uh, give us a little <laughs> rundown on. Because I'm hoping you... I'm volunteering you. <laughs> okay, so Evan put a link in here to a program called Sandboxy at sandboxy.com. S-A-N-D-B-O-X-I-E.com. Because no, originally this was a sandbox program for to be used with Internet Explorer, although it has evolved into much more than that. Basically, it is a program that lets you isolate one particular program, like let's say your web browser, from your computer. So the way it works, you install Sandboxy, you tell it, hey, um, you know, Sandbox, let's say Firefox. And then whenever you launch Firefox, it's going to launch within Sandboxy, and it's going to have a virtual file system. So if the browser writes anything to the computer, it's actually writing it to a sandbox within the Sandboxy program and not actually to your file system. Mm-hmm. And you can poke holes in it if you need to, kind of like a firewall. So if you want to, you know create a bookmark and it doesn't just write it to nowhere. <laughs> yeah. You could, you know, poke a hole for that. Or uh, if you want to download a file, when you're downloading the file, you can say, once it's downloaded, you can say, yeah, export it from the sandbox, you know. Um, but it can could, be used with an email program, whatever. You know, it doesn't really matter. Is it could also source? be used. No. No, you must so. purchase it. Yeah, no, I don't know how much it costs, but you said you have a license, so you bought it at some point. I imagine it's probably twenty, thirty bucks ish. Yeah, it's uh, about thirty-five bucks. Okay. Yeah. Could be useful if you are the type of person who um, downloads questionable content with questionable key gen executables. What up? Represent <laughs> pirate life. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Now, actually, I don't do that nearly as much as I used to, to be honest. Although... Allegedly. Yes, allegedly. But, uh, you know, things happen from time to time. <laughs> things happen. Al- <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Oh. That's great. Hypothetically. Yeah, um, but... Interesting program when you first brought it to my attention a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, could be very useful if you feel like shelling out 35-ish dollars. Yeah, and I mean, you can download it and try it before you... Oh, it has like a... Try before you buy. Or something. Yeah. Is it like WinRAR? <laughs> uh, Who's ever bought WinRAR? <laughs> <laughs> no, this I think you do have to actually buy it. Um, this is so weird, though. You can buy a prescription... A prescription. A subscription... To the software for $21 for a year, or you can buy one license for $35. That's good forever. I don't know if it's like that doesn't include updates then or something. I don't know. I don't right. understand. I guess we'd have to look at that more closely, but whatever. Hmm. When I bought it, that was not a thing. So there was no subscriptions. Every, so let me ask. So on this topic, the whole like, there's like Office 365. Fucking mm-hmm. 
whatever Adobe does with their creative suite, you can like pay for portions of it or the whole thing monthly. Yep. I understand that with that, it's kind of nice where you get, you know, the most up to date versions year after year. But is it more profitable? Like, is it a good deal? Is it more, more profitable for them or a better deal for us? What are you, what are you asking? Is or it both? more, uh, both actually. So, I mean, theoretically, you should be keeping your software up to date. Yeah. So if you were doing that, it's probably roughly the same cost, if not a little less. Um, but then again, you can't just buy a copy of Photoshop now and just have it and be like, okay, yeah. I'm done. You know, I spent That's my, weak. I spent my $600 and I'm done, you know? Yeah. <laughs> they stopped doing that with the CS five or six. Was it? Uh, CS six, I think. Okay. Yeah. That was the last version. So now it's. Adobe CC, whatever, whatever. You know, like, yeah. now it's 2017 they're at. They just go, follows the years, obviously. So, um, If you just want, like, Photoshop, I think it's $10 a month. Which really isn't that bad. So, you, like, download actual Photoshop and it just, like, checks in with Adobe's servers? Or does it run Photoshop in a web interface? Oh, no. You download a little a little helper program. Okay. And then, so you log into that with your Adobe account. And then you say, okay, download Photoshop. And it downloads it. And then, you know, installs it. You run it. And, every, of course, every time it runs, it just checks to see if your subscription is still valid. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, Photoshop is 10 bucks a month. And I think if you want the whole suite with everything, I think it's like 50 bucks a month. Which still isn't that bad, really. I mean. It's not. I pay for it. It's pretty good. I like it. Which you one pay, do you, you pay have the for? The whole suite, or just no, 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 no. Just, just, just Photoshop. Is it is it Photoshop and Lightroom, or is it just Photoshop? It's just well, I think there's Lightroom too, but I don't use it. I haven't even have it installed. Mm-hmm. And it's the Lightroom that I think it gives you is like the basic, you know, the the hundred dollar version, or the or the fifty dollar version, or whatever. It's like the the cheap version of Lightroom. Hmm. I think. I'm not 100% sure. I think it comes with it, though. How often do you use Photoshop? Once a month. Okay. It's more, you know, honestly, for me, I pay for it because it's for uh, it's for um, security, you know? Like, getting Photoshop, like, you get a computer or you build a machine, then you have to go get Photoshop again or install one from your computer some illegal hacked version, and I did that so many for so many years. I would do that, or I wipe my machine, then I put Photoshop back on, and it just became like this thing where it's like, oh, does this thing have a virus? Am I putting a Trojan on this thing when I'm trying to crack this? Or I was like, forget it. It's not worth the hassle to get into that whole thing. You know, for me, it's just not worth the hassle. And you well, know, now, you don't... now you can purchase Sandboxy for a low, low price of thirty-five dollars. Yeah, I don't. And want install a three-year-old version of Photoshop. No, apparently I could apparently <laughs> I could use something called Safer. Um Oh. Is that a similar product? Uh or were you were you not supposed to tell anyone what that is? That's not a 
<laughs> that's not a public product, actually. It's oh. based on a project called Euro or Uru or something. I can find out and put a link in here on Monday or Tuesday for you guys. But basically what Uru is, is is an open source project where you launch, you basically, if you're sketched out about something, you feed it to Uru and it scrubs against all the virus and malware databases. It also Mm -hmm. opens up a VM with with an additional plugin called Cuckoo. And then it, yeah, it's kind of crazy. This is what I I hear about at work, actually, (laughs) you know, like there's guys who work on this stuff. It's pretty awesome. But um, so Cuckoo opens, it creates a, it spins up a VM in a VM and then it runs your executable. See, it's like, what does this do? What changes does it make? Then it scrubs that against its databases and then it's like, oh, okay, this is legit or whatever. So there's actually tools, great tools out there that I wish they'd, you know, make for people. But Uru is not mainstream and safer as a government project. So hmm. it's okay. not something, you know. Not something for the masses, the yeah. plebeians. For the plebs, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think um, it's classified or something, because I, I wouldn't have heard about it if it was. I think it's just not... <laughs> It's not, it's not, no one's doing anything with it, you know. Do you have to yet. fill out a report now that you let it slip? No, I don't. And okay. even if I did, I wouldn't, because I'm a bad corporate <laughs> noob. <laughs> yeah, I'm bad oh. at being a, being a corporate flunky. You're a bad worker? Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's not classified or anything, though, because like I said, I wouldn't have heard about it if it was classified. The people who I know working on that, on those projects, wouldn't have been working on it if it was classified. Fair enough. All right, so check out Sandboxy. Um, Adobe, we love you. Go get Photoshop CC 2017, $10 a month. All you can shop. Uh, yep. Um, Speaking of CC, check out the C Cleaner Registry cleanup tool that's guaranteed not to fuck your machine over. <laughs> yeah, that and malware bites. Malwarebytes.org. Not .com. That's something else. (laughs) 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 Whitehouse.com. Yeah, exactly. All right. So something here about a hacker eating something? Uh, Yeah. So I feel like uh, I've wrote here, hacker eats hat. No one cares. Um, Basically, (laughs) this is a story, and I've been looking for the charts and forms. I can't find them. But uh, or the charts, but basically this hacker. Uh, <clears throat> and let me get his name because his name is kind of like very spooky and hackery. Uh, uh, the Dark Overlord. <clears throat> That's really his name, or his comp, his group's name. Uh, so the Dark Overlord hacked into a Larson, I think called Larson Sound or. Larson something Larson or Studios or something. Larson Studios, yeah. So they're basically a sound company. They do they do sound um, they do finishing of of movies and TV shows and stuff. And they hacked in, and they were able to get into. If you go to their website, their website's fucking horrible. It's like probably full of like errors and and you know all kinds of problems. This is really a rat ratchet website. Cross site um, scripting. Yeah, it's it's a mess. So. They got into their site and they were able to download the semi-finished copies of many films and TV shows, most notably Orange is the New Black season 800 or whatever it is. And they went to Larson Studios and they said, "Hey, bro, give us you know how many ever bitcoins and we won't put this out." And Larson Studios is like, "Yo, fucker, what's a computer? We don't care. 
you know? And so they gave them a, the hacker gave Dark Overlord gave Lesser Studios a deadline, and Lesser Studios was like, get wrecked, B. And so Lesser Studios was like, fine, we're going to go to Netflix. We're going to grab them with their short and curlies, and them bitches are going to yell, we'll take your money, B. Just give it, just give us like our show. Well, surprise, surprise. Netflix was like, do you know who you're fucking with? Netflix is like, we don't negotiate with terrorists. Basically, they're like, zero fucks are given. So, Kill that baby. Yeah, exactly. Saw saw the baby in half. Gave her half, and I'll take the other half. So, yeah, just a total mess. Um, or not really a mess, actually very funny. So, Dead this, babies are hilarious. Yeah, so, okay. <laughs> so, they re- so, anyway, the hacker, after Netflix ignored their deadline, the hacker released Orange is the New Black one episode a week for the for the first couple one no one one or two episodes a couple every couple days until he had 10 of 10 of 12 episodes up or something right but this is just audio no it's the whole video it's, oh, the, it's, whole, the, whole it's, it's okay. the whole show yeah um so there's a lot of problems with this um not with what he did well not with well the whole a lot of problems so I watch. I'm a huge Orange is the Black New Black fan so I watched the season I watched what he posted just to see what the quality was like and every episode gets worse as far as their audio quality. Like, there's a point in time in the last episode when <laughs> whenever a character does something that involves an outside object, like opening a beer or, like, spraying... What is one scene where she's spraying cheese in their, in their mouth? It's clear that there's a sound effect going like... <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're like, what the hell's that? You know? <laughs> it's like supposed to be someone spraying... It's really bad. Um, there's another scene where one of the female characters... It's supposed to say something along the lines of like, well, tell her to go fuck herself. And then a big block comes up on the screen. It's like substitution for for actress, blah, 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 saying. And then some and clearly Middle Eastern man says, tell her to go fuck herself. And I was like, what the <laughs> hell? <laughs> like, it's it's basically hilarious. It's honestly very hilarious um, because some of the there's there's most of the big problems you'll find is like. There's only audio in one side and the only like there's background audio on the left and um, and actor and actress audio on the right. You know, it's just that kind of stuff that's happening. Um, but otherwise, it's kind of stupid. You know, uh, you can get most of the content, whatever. So I picked this up from ETAC News like last week and I thought this has got a great thing. We got to talk about this, not because it's an important topic, but because it's it shows how. It shows two things. One, the disconnect between highly competent computer people and the real world. And two, no one torrents anymore. Okay. So I could go download this easily. Like, I, but I found, you know, uh, I don't know. I, I, not that I found. There's a site that I go to. Um, I think it's called uh, solarmovies.to. And Allegedly. you just, you know, Allegedly, and you can just stream them and watch them. You don't have to download anything. You know, like as soon as they went to torrent, somebody put them up on that site and they have three or four mirrors and you can just stream them. Like zero fucks are given. You can watch everything there. Like the day it comes out, it's like Netflix for poor people. It's awesome. You know? <laughs> um, so. But you, but you pay for Netflix. But I pay for Netflix, yeah. So, so in some way, you were already entitled to watch these. Yeah, exactly. So, and look, look, whether it's legal or not, like I went to see them for like the purpose of like talking about them on the show and I just got sucked in because I like Orange is New Black, but I'll probably watch them again and I pay for it anyway. But the thing is, the only people who are going to go and watch 
go and hunt down a torrent of Orange is New Black is dedicated hardcore Orange is New Black fans, and 90% of that of that basis, that user base, isn't going to go torrent anything. You know? And I'll be completely honest with you. Netflix has made me so picky and discerning with my video quality that unless I really, really want to watch something, I just won't, I won't watch a cam or something labeled HD and it's like fucking clearly like a, just a better quality cam. Like, or, you know, one of those videos that says like at the bottom, it's like property of the studios, whatever, like, you know, some of those, what do they call them, Evan? They're the test screeners, the screeners. Yeah. Like a screeners, like it's a screener, but then somebody took the video and then it was like encoded and re-encoded and then run through handbrake and then everything, a million things, a different, a million different times until it got to me and it looks like crap now. It's like fucking like 280p. So, um, every now and then you find good stuff, but I feel like torrenting is like dead. And there's, there, anyway, there's, there's f- so facts picky, and so numbers. Picky. There's statistics about that <laughs> where they talk about that, like the torrenting has gone down since 2014 or 2012 or something like that, like 50 or 60%. Like it's like 13% of people torrent now in America, you know, and that's probably with the cracking down of sites like Pirate Bay, IS, ISO Hunt, Cat Torrents, and a bunch of other ones. So, um, I know some people still do, but it's like only the hardcore ones, you know. Um, data hoarders. Well, not just data hoarders. I mean, life. Y- yeah, <laughs> I d- not really, but yeah. So there's a guy at my job who I constantly get in an argument with. Me and my, all my coworkers get in an argument with him. His name is Nick. And Nick, he, if he, you're listening, eat it. No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> he, he has. He uses Plex. And he says, we'd say, oh, I want to see that show. He's like, I got it on Netflix. I'm like, <laughs> you dick. I was like, Netflix, gross. You know, he's like, no, it's just it's just a video. I have a Plex server up. I was like, that's illegal. And, you know, he's like, it's not illegal because I have it on my thing. I was like, I'm just sharing it. He's like, I'm just hosting the file. And then you're going to watch it. I was like, stop, 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 stop. That is illegal. You know, but he doesn't believe it's illegal. He's like uh, a Rickster, 100% Rickster. He just knows everything about everything. But I just found, so I found this whole thing hilarious. Like, it's just a huge disconnect from the very technically competent from regular people. Like, torrenting's not easy. Regular people aren't going to do it. But this guy thought that this would be a viable leverage point for Netflix. Larson Studios probably just didn't care. They probably went to Netflix, told them, and Netflix was like, who gives a shit? And Net. And then when they went to Netflix about it, Netflix was like, yo, bro, we don't care. We are the reason torrenting is down. Our fans aren't going to go watch your videos. And even if they do, who gives a shit? We still get the credit. We're still Netflix, baby. Yeah. It you would know? only drive them. It would give them more traffic. And I don't think they would suffer from rele- from having an, a very unfinished product released. Yeah, they wouldn't. They wouldn't at all. So there's other companies got stuff released. I don't know which ones, but I think they're all shows we don't care about. But there are some other things. They got a bunch of stuff. So I don't know what all it was, but, you know. So I learned something from this. A uh, a bit of advice that we could all use. You said the name of this hacking group is called the Dark Overlords? Yeah. Okay, so when you are 13 and, you know, consider creating a hacking group and name it the dark overlords consider how you will feel about that name when you are 30 yeah much like 
<laughs> when you when you make an email address, don't make it like cool guy xx69 get fucked at yahoo.com. Yeah. You know, cuz you'll definitely regret that in 10 years. Yeah. Exactly. You got that right. And I'm sure that's the case here. Like it sounds really cool, but everyone is like, dude, get fucking wrecked, you fucking child. You know? We He's probably demand a cool guy. four bitcoins and yeah. ransom for your files. Sincerely, the Dark Overlords. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, What's a Bitcoin? You know, I'm sure I mean, you know, I think he asked for a lot. I think he asked for like seventy. But I'm mm. not really sure. But anyway, so long story short, he only posted 10 of 13 episodes, and I watched all 10 episodes, and it's a great show, but wait for it to come out on Netflix, you'll really enjoy it more. Well said. There you go. Straight from the horses, patoot. No. Um, So, (laughs) um, I will say one thing, that statistics can definitely be skewed, so if you happen to have read something or heard... um, someone trustworthy say that torrenting is down. I don't doubt that. I think the activity of illegal downloading has not dwindled much, but torrent files have been replaced by something else called magnet files. So while they can say that, you know, they might not. Oh, you mean they're, they're technically correct. Right. <laughs> well, no. And that's what I discovered actually when I was looking for here, I just didn't mention it because I was like, uh, whatever. I didn't read into it because it wasn't it wasn't giving me the information I wanted because I'm like a Trumpian news person. But basically, like You're that's a what Trumpian it said. Trumpian news person. That's Basi- what he said. Yeah, that's what I said. Basically, okay. There was several articles that were like, if you think torning's down, <laughs> read this, <laughs> you know, or whatever. <laughs> hmm. You know, torrent fans hate this article, <laughs> you know, or whatever, you know. So yeah, it's probably not actually down. I mean, I don't think piracy will ever go away, but the 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 the, the linchpin here is the people who make pirating software and the people who do the kind of pirating stuff are highly technical and don't understand that regular people just are stupid. Like they're dumb. I mean, I have I have had people ask me where the fucking tab key is, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so regular people are fucking stupid. Like I'm sorry, I know I have a lot of friends and family that are regular people. They're dumb. They don't know shit about computers. And they, they like, torrenting is never going to, like, you're like, oh, man, Linux is freedom. Nope, it's not. <laughs> you know, regular people are never going to use it. They're like, why don't you do it on command line? Nope, regular people are never going to use that. You know, why aren't you torrenting? If I have to do one more than, like, two programs to get a file to work and then download it at a sketchy site where a million pop-ups come up, guess what? Nobody's going to use that. You know, so torrenting is always going to stay right where it is or, you know, it's always, it'll change from one medium to another, but it's I don't think it's ever going to become like this mainstream thing, you know. And that's this guy's misconception, you know. They say know your enemy, and he has no idea about his enemy. Like he's totally clued out, like uh, totally clueless about it. Hmm. Is that from the Art of War? No. Well, yes, yes and no. Know your enemy. All right. Shall we? Shall we move on? We the shall. Silence is peaceful. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the sound of silence. That's a great. Uh, have you guys heard the Disturbed cover yeah, great. of that song? It's really fantastic. Good. Yes, I have actually, and it's... it really shows you the uh, the range of David Draymond's voice. It gives me a tear boner. Yeah. 
That's 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 a thing I didn't I I should have known that was a thing, but thank you for reiterating. No problem. Thanks for the reminder. Hmm. <clears throat> okay. So should we talk about We Are Legion, We Are Bob, the Bobiverse book one? Yeah, yes. let's talk about it. Dennis E. Taylor. Was our our pet project for the last month. Right. Yeah, we've been writing, we've been working hard. Mm-hmm. We finally got it got it we to su- submitted it to the publisher. No. Only it took a month. We found the we found the perfect name. Now we just gotta write the book. Right. So I haven't written like a book report or really talked about a book since high school. So how do we start? I guess no, a, I mean, a, a brief synopsis. Even though you, Yeah, brief you, synopsis. You and Mike have talked about it before in the past, I believe. You definitely have. Well, Evan, why don't you tell us what the book is yeah. about in broad strokes? You're new to reading, so that's correct. <laughs> okay, so a gentleman named Robert Bob Johansson um, signed up for a shady pyramid multi-level marketing scheme where his head would be frozen and then grafted onto a artificial human body at some point into the future. What book did you read? <laughs> this is my interpretation. Oh, God. Okay. All right. <laughs> None of that is wrong. Maybe the multi-level marketing is wrong, but everything else is correct. So he purchased this service. He dies. Spoiler alert. Um, Gets brought back sort of in, you know, 115, 120 years, somewhere in that range. Mm-hmm. And he is, he's like, huh, this is weird. Am I a box? Eh, kind of, you're a box, bro. Good word. Finds out um, they didn't grow my body. Uh, a the war, the USA has a new leader based heavily on the belief in Christianity. Um, he was determined to have zero rights and was heavily considered blasphemous and was sold to a private party, which just happened to be the the ruling party of what was formerly the United States. And they are using people who took part in this procedure, they're using their consciousnesses, consciousness, nigh? Consciousness, (laughs) to basically implant into, like, servant machinery to do tasks that hopefully lined up with what that person did in their life to ease the transition. Um, he gets, he finds out he's going to be a space probe of sorts. And he's like, okay, that's cool. I'm a nerd. I'm an engineer. I like these things. This should be fun. Uh, some terrorist ish activities happen. He launches early, uh, narrowly escapes destruction and starts his journey to a foreign solar system to replicate himself in search of new earths does that several times while uh, recurring encounters happen with a dickhead Brazilian counterpart and um, stumbles across a, a new civilization of I'll, I'll call them pre-humans, but they're not like a, a pre-human civilization. 
takes up a a godlike role and uh basically becomes like a project manager back back on earth <laughs> try, trying to get people to safety and uh you know all the the thoughts and scenarios and battles that come with that well the problem is what happens on earth is earth is in the middle of a war or by it's the time the he, end of the war yeah when he gets when he by the time he gets back there yeah the war is kind of over yeah and there's only like i'll say 15 million people left or 20 million people left or something correct 20 million. nuclear fallout giant emps disaster acid rain no um <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's about right it's mm-hmm. about right james i'm thoughts? not too far off thoughts um as I realized as, I realized it was lacking some emotion. It was funny listening to you explain the book <laughs> because it t- says a lot about you and your experience with the book, which is good, I guess, you know, it's good to know what cuz different people take different things away. So what's important to me isn't important to you. Like I think the most important thing about it, I mean, yeah, he becomes a probe um and everything, but it's the process like the stuff he has to do to become the probe and then the fact that he's a... What's it called, Michael? He's a learning computer. It's not a Myers-Briggs probe. That's something it's like a... It's like von Neumann or Von yeah, Neumann or something? Yeah, Von Neumann probe, yeah. which is like a self-replicating. A probe... It's like a, a, a probe with the ability to self-replicate and build several things to fulfill that duty constantly. Um, yep. And which, one of the problems that I had initially with that idea... Um, it took him like six months to build another version of him, which I was like, God, that's so long, but it takes, you know, nine months to build fucking like a blank slate of a baby to be a person. So it's actually not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. And when this one's built, it's, it's ready. Yeah. And then you get two and then you can build, then you'll have four, then you'll have eight. Yeah. And then that's where your multi-level marketing comes in. Correct. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Now every every team. Bob who brings you, you know, for every Bob Bob you bring in, you make three Bobs or I don't know what the fuck. It's a mess. You get but a new I, juicer. Yeah. yeah, you get a new juicer. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Jack Lalane. <laughs> Is he dead? He has to be dead by now. Right? I'm sure he's dead. No, he's somewhere boning chicks. Yeah, right. Juicing them. He calls it. He said, <laughs> "Come on, girl, get juice." <laughs> oh. um, I'm writing that down. So, yeah, I thought I thought the book was excellent. I mean, obviously they they picked the right guy for the job, you know. Yeah. Um, to be a probe, like if they picked someone who was a, uh, I don't know, anything else, almost it would be like Scruffy the janitor. Yeah, it'd be like a waste, you know. They'd be like, uh, what, you know? Yeah. But <clears throat> I thought it was cool, you know, all the other worlds he. He visits um, the whole thing with Earth. Where he has to come back and like basically save the rest of humanity for Earth. That's such mm-hmm. like a daunting task. It's so crazy, but he's like, "All right, let's do it." You know, he handled the circumstances in pretty much every situation way better than I would have. I think, or most people would have. He handled them. He was very pragmatic, and that's yeah. why I said he was a project manager. 
Do you see them? Do you see all the Bobs as different Bobs, or do you see them as one Bob? I see them as different people. Okay, which yeah. is something I will I'll get into. So I, as I was telling you before the show, I have I had seven pages of notes that I have condensed into basically two. You like two sentences? Two no, with various <laughs> subsections. So I have a section about parallels with the society we live in, things I liked, things I didn't like, which are mostly trivial, and then thoughts. Thoughts wow. that I had. Be- before you go on, just so people understand, when Bob replicates himself, the he replicates his matrix or whatever and mm-hmm. uploads his memory into that matrix, and then that matrix becomes, in theory, it should become become an exact copy of himself, but there's always some variance. Either he takes on a different, a deeper character trait of the original Bob Johansson, or he takes on a lighter, like a darker one or a lighter one, never a bad one, but mo- sometimes they want to be just alone. Sometimes they want to, they're more comedian, comical. Sometimes they're more sci-fi. It just depends, you know, or they all have various traits of the original guy, but they, and then one rule is that the Bob's all set out is that the only Bob, the name Bob is the original Bob and every other Bob has to take a different name. So there's, you know, Bill, you know, uh, Homer, Riker, Riker whatever. Con. Yeah. Con! Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, of it's course, a the, me, Mario. they never explain the, uh, the difference other than they discuss it and they say, yeah, we don't know why this is happening. You know, why, how come they're not identical? You know, they yeah. do explain that. Well, in they, much the same way as yeah. the use of a Heisenberg compensator explains transportation right. in Star Trek. Exactly. Yeah. They're like, oh, quantum effects. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And the guy says, like, yeah, but that's, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it's yeah. like, we don't know what it means. So, so it's a hand wave. That's magic. It's, uh, it's nonsense. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they don't have but like a okay. real reason. Yeah. That's all right, though. I can accept that. So I'll start and I'll start with some of the positives that I liked. Number one, Colonel Buttersworth. Hilarious name. <laughs> Dude, I, I saw that name. I was like, really? Really? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is the guy's fucking name? Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> I liked when Dr. Landers or whatever. Mm-hmm. The only way he could have a private conversation with Bob is to upload a text file to him. Yeah. I thought that was clever. I like that. I like the idea of their solution to provide food for Earth since they couldn't like fix the ecosystem quick enough. They basically created a a space station, like a greenhouse space station. I thought that was a cool idea. Maybe we could implement that. I liked that uh, Bill, be, I'll call him, even though I, he was probably fixed at some point because it wouldn't take him, you know, 35 years to fix an antenna or whatever, but he was kind of like the uh, the analyst of the group, and he created the way to, I don't remember what it's called, but like instantaneous communication within oh, yeah. 25 light years or so. Yeah, Bobnet or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> Bobnet. Um what I didn't like is is how I so okay. I quickly lost track of the characters' names yeah, and where they were in like, you know, Alpha Centauri or whatever the fuck star system. 
Um, it's mentioned in like the first line of each chapter if someone switches perspective, but I, I just lost track. Um, I don't like how whoever it was who dealt with the, the Deltons, I guess. Like he did. There's no actual like Star Trek Prime Directive, but either don't interfere or nuke the whole thing and take over that planet. Right. Don't like half participate. Yeah, that, and that was and, the, the original Bob who did that. Yeah. Okay. So what I also didn't really like about the book, but this is an expectation that I shouldn't have had, is I kind of wanted to see some more resolution there. But there is another book. So I, I thought that, I, you know, I guess it kind of left off as a cliffhanger in my mind, but that's, I should have expected that because there's a Bobaverse book too. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll handle all that information. So that's, that's whatever. Um, I didn't like how the reader pronounced the name Archimedes. How do you pronounce it? I say Archimedes. He pronounced it Archimedes. Oh, yeah, yeah, I hate that. He also mispronounces 36 Eridani. Mm-hmm. He says something crazy, and I'm just like, ugh. It, it, some some of those some of those uh, space, like, the names Well, they do places, have weird names, so. Yeah, but they it's very clearly pronounced, like, by, at Are least by the majority. Like, of, instead of Eridani, saying Eridani or something? Yeah, or? Eridani, that's it. And I just like I never heard that pronunciation before. It, it's like that other book that we talked about a long time ago, Michael, where the guy pronounces urinal, urinal, and we're both like, <laughs> that's not right. And you know, you know, it's not right. But obviously, to him, he's been walking around his entire life saying, "I'm going to use the urinal." You know, you're like, "Fucking kill this guy." I've but- noticed that in several different books where it's funny. Like sometimes, like in one book, they'll pronounce it one way, and another book. Even by the same author, like the second book or the third book, they'll pronounce it a different way, even though it's the same reader. Yeah, I think I think because the reader, someone said, "Yo, fuckface, what are you doing?" That's <laughs> what heard, I think. I've heard it go back and forth sometimes too, which is odd. So mm. it's like they don't know how to pronounce it, and they're like, uh, "Okay, you know." Yeah, like, they're, they're going back. They're kind of playing with different ways to say it. Yeah, um, and I, one thing I noticed about the book, the way things were pronounced, also a lot of them were different, and like I've read another series of books called Star Carrier and in that one a lot of the same stars are mentioned and so hmm. I noticed like I was like what is he saying I'm like oh he means that you know Yeah exactly so like there's Atabotis and you know this and that and they're pronounced you know the pronunciation can be odd so Yeah but those are just some some trivial things I didn't like uh, some of the parallels I noticed with today's society, I'll say, is the love of acronyms. Um, we all work in <laughs> IT. There's like, you know, if you're on a, a, co- a conference call, an IT conference call, you're going to hear 15 acronyms. You have no idea what they mean, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the English language in general, even though it's evolved or different, but, you know, over 120 years basically turned to shit. Because in the beginning of the book, when that you know religious supervisor, for lack of a better term, came in and was talking to Bob, he didn't like he just said words like in a very linear fashion, didn't really convey an idea with with the sentence. He was like, "You read, we believe, question, 
That's not what he asked, but that's you know kind yeah. of what was said. Yeah, that's right. Bob had to load a translator, yeah, so that he like, could understand the, the guy saying. So he so both so he could understand what the guy is saying, and so that when he talked to the guy, whatever actually came out of the speaker or whatever would make sense to the guy. Yeah, because he was answering him in like normal English from a hundred years ago, and the guy was like looking at him like what. <laughs> Yeah. So, so when I was t- when I heard that and I was taking notes in parentheses, I wrote, "Don't worry, Scrot." <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> so you sound like a retard. There's another um there's another uh book I listened to where they the same thing kind of happens, but it's over a much longer time period. Mm-hmm. Um it's like a thousand years. And so after a thousand years, the English language is no longer English, it's Anglish. What yeah. is that? Is that uh, Seven Sisters? 3001. Oh, the okay. Final Odyssey. Um, I mean, so, 100 years isn't actually that long. So if you spoke to someone, if you spoke to someone in the USA 100 years ago in Maryland, you might have the same issues communicating. Or, you know, I mean, you wouldn't be, able, like, be like, be like, what up, I B? was twerking. Like, yeah, oh. they'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? But I think if you, I mean, there's some stuff like that. Yeah, they'd be like. I think if we spoke regular English to each other without any slang, it'd be like, okay, he doesn't have the same accent as me, because I'm sure. Honestly, I feel like everybody in America had a fucking British accent a hundred years ago, you know, or not a hundred, maybe two hundred years ago, you know, and and between then and now, they've been working that accent out of their vernacular, so. Fair enough. Because you think about it, I mean that's where we're all from, right? Well, no. <laughs> that's where that's where many people in America are from. So at that time, they would have been working that out of their language. It would have taken them for a very long time to get to that point and mixing and everything else and fucking slaves and everything else that people did. I'm sure there that. were free blacks who came over from England. Yeah, I'm sure. Of course, bro. That's where James is from. Yeah, the broad hearses of England. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Ha, just reinvent your past, James. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I am a nobleman. Yeah. Yep. Tis but a scratch. Yeah. To <laughs> my <laughs> fucking pride. <laughs> oh, man. That's fine. I'm sorry, James. No, it's fine. But uh, yeah, so anyway, yeah. Exciting stuff, though. So some other thoughts, just general stuff that I had while while listening. Um... What if your rights were suddenly like taken away and you have no say and you were sold to a company? That would suck. Oh, yeah, it sucked with them. I could have put this under the, the likes category, but I think it would be awesome if you were living in a computer, which I know James wants to live in a computer. Oh, you could, up. you could like instantaneously switch between every computerized device in your house or the room and like accomplish tasks. Why would you have a house? Well, I don't know, I'm just using that as as an example. I am science. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bender. <laughs> That's right. That's it's so simple. <laughs> That's right. That's um right. I wrote down as the prevalence of religion increases, freedoms and intelligence decrease. One thing that was that sucked was like there's no internet anymore, and under faith, aka the new United States government, Christian government, 
Um, they're like, yeah, information is not uh, guaranteed. Get fucked. Or freedom of information isn't you can't just go look at something without having permission. Yeah, and uh, the guy, you know, he first wakes him up, and the that guy, Doctor Landers, is talking to him and kind of mm-hmm. explaining things, you know, a little bit. And he's like, yeah, uh, just so you know, you know, this is this is. He tells him the story of how what happened, you know, and how the government came to be what it is now, and he's like, yeah, just so you know, um, criticizing the government is a crime. So. Yeah, it's a felony. <laughs> It's like uh, you'll be, you'll be like, sent to a reeducation center. <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, okay, <laughs> I see. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty, pretty crazy, pretty crazy, honestly. And, yeah, you, you look at some of the stuff that's happening, like, no, I know, dude, we're on the slippery slope. Like, we're 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 sliding down it. We're not staying at this from the precipice anymore. We're not on the cusp, taking our flip flops on to get on for the ride of our lives. We are now like got our butts on the edge, and we were like, hey, let's go. You know? Yeah, like scooting forward and leaning our face over to look at wh- how, how far we're going to fall. Yeah, basically. And still being pumped about it. Mm-hmm. There's another book a series, actually I just mentioned it, Star Carrier, where they, um, in that book, it turns out there ends up being another, you know, World War, like a World War Three, but it's against, it's like Muslims versus everyone else, kind of, mm-hmm. in this book. And um, basically, there ends up being a whole new thing on Earth. Like after all that happens, they're like, "Okay, that's it. Religion is done." Um, they're like, "You can be whatever religion you want, but you can't proselytize." Yeah, the White Covenant. Mm-hmm. It's a good word. So, um, so, and it turns out the Muslims aren't cool with that. So they end up leaving Earth. Whenever, you know, whatever, this this book takes place like 500 years in the future at this point. And the Muslims at some point, or at least some Muslims, leave Earth and go to another planet and colonize it. Because the White Covenant doesn't apply there. Because mm-hmm. it's not Earth, you know. So, I thought that was interesting. They're called the Muslim Theocracy. Which is interesting because that's the same word used in... Uh, the Babaverse Book One. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly what faith stands for. Neither do but I. It's something, something, something. Theocracy. Yeah. I mean, if they want to, and I feel like this: if people want to go fucking, I, I honestly, I feel sorry for anybody who would live like that and choose like, like I'm going to be so Muslim or so Catholic that I'm going to go live on a Catholic planet and have it's going to be a ball. But, dude, if they want to live like that. Great. Please go get wrecked on your own. You know what I mean? Um, it's funny. I've been watching this uh, completely unrelated to books or anything, but it relates to the religious aspects. And so now this is a religion podcast. Um, <laughs> but I've been watching The Last Kingdom on f- Netflix. Uh, season one and season two are up there. And I was watching some of that this weekend. And a lot of the main character, basically, the whole theme is he is a Christian son of the king of Northumbria. And the king is killed when he's like eight or nine or something like that. And he's kidnapped and made the slave of the the Danes, a.k.a. the Vikings. And then one of the Vikings, he helps one of the Vikings' daughters and he becomes their son. You know, their, their sort of son as a child. He grows up as a Viking in 
in England. And then he goes on to now have dealings with the Saxons or the Britons or the British people as we would know them back then. And they're like, you pagan, blah, blah, blah. And everything they do at that time is motivated by religion, like every single thing, you know. And the it's the the, the Norse, the, the Danes, they're kind of like, yeah, you know, there are guidelines to this whole thing. But basically, their religion is like, live as you will, you know, or some shit like that. And then we, they're all, the, the Christians are like, oh, my God, God this, God that. You can't disrupt the king's peace, and you can't do that, and you can't do this, and you're going to be put to death for that. And it's just, like, kind of crazy, man. Religion makes people fucking stupid. And I see the same parallels now. Like, people are dumb because religion makes them dumb, you know? And the same thing I always say about religion is, like, it takes away your self-reliance and... In this book, the main care in this movie, the main character's like, he's like, they're like, oh, we have to have faith in God. He's like, I have faith in my sword, you know, and that's so true. You know what I mean? Like, like nothing, nothing, you know, the, to call me the day God strikes someone down with a bolt of lightning for doing something. You know, I don't have a problem. People have, you know, religious, you know, obviously I'm like a religious, like I hate Jesus or something, but <laughs> Just call me, you know, if he strikes somebody down, not with a heart attack or something lame, but I mean with a fucking pure, unadulterated God from heaven is fucking going to strike you fucking down a bolt of lightning. Okay. I want to see it. Tell me about it. I want to hear about it. The end. I don't think religious people are stupid in general, but I think it's unfortunate if someone is has like a blind following. Yeah. Without ever thinking about it, like critical thinking. Have you ever tried to not have God be part of your daily life? I think like, it steals no. your critical ah! thinking. That's that's a thing. I think it, I think you hit the nail on the head there. Evan, I think you're it gonna steals go around your critical and, thinking. And proselytize Yes, I am. That <laughs> correct. Hi, have you tried not having God in your life? Yeah. <laughs> Gives them a pamphlet. In the, like, in see, the, see what it's done for me. It's just a picture of me smiling, giving a thumbs up. In the Orange of the New Black, one of the guards, they take they capture one of the guards in a, in a riot. And they make all the guards strip. And this guy's like, I can't take this stuff off. And I was like, he's a fucking Mormon. You know? <laughs> he's like, I can't take off these undergarments. And he's wearing, like, the, you know, the 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 shorts and the shirt of mm-hmm. of, of Muslim, of, of uh, Mormonism or whatever. You know, the I forgot what they're called. Magical underwear. Yeah, he's wearing those, and the women are like, "Get fucked!" Didn't know, you know? That, didn't know that was a thing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. This is silly. I mean, a uh, proud true Mormons and beautiful religion of pure insanity. <laughs> yep, it's totally it's nuts. It's mm. nuts. It's fun. Like you, you see, like you really study that shit. You're like, how's this a thing in 2017? Like, how mm-hmm. are anybody doing any of this stuff? Oh yeah, there's a lot of problems with worldwide. Well, yeah, religion worldwide. in general, yeah, it's fucking stupid. Like Muslims, are like, man, we gotta stone this bitch. You know, what I mean, come on, yeah. dude, what are you doing? <laughs> she shouldn't have looked so, at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so one other, one other. Uh, oh, getting back to the book. Sorry to get back on topic. Um, <laughs> Evan, so, I know that's not a genuine apology. No, it wasn't. It feels like not, a jab to me, and I forgive Definitely. you. A jab, right cross, fucking left uppercut. And I forgive you. Thank you. Even though I didn't ask for your forgiveness. You have it anyway. I'm in. 
Uh, one God, last parallel. God bless. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, right, go ahead. The, uh, one last parallel that uh, that I saw was basically all technological advances were driven by military action or military desire. Yep, that's that's what happens a lot in a lot of cases. You know, even in yeah, right. Exactly. Even so, in real life. Even in funny, real life, yeah. Funny thing here. Didn't know this. NASA wanted to go to Mars right after they went to the moon. Like they God had, said no. No, no, no. They had designed a ship and they had this guy who this nutty guy who designed a rocket to do it, like a heavy lifter rocket. And the rocket has an awesome name. I forgot what it's called. It might as well be called you know, lightning bolt pit viper. I don't know, but it sounded awesome. And it was going to take off from the ocean. Yeah. Fucking badass. Um, and it was like, they had this like self writing rocket. Like they just dropped the rocket off a ship. It writes itself and then takes off from the ocean because it's so big that it would destroy like all of like Cape Canaveral or something. If it like, you know, it'd be like a pool, a plume of flame, like five miles long or some crazy shit like that. But because yeah. people were like, oh, man, the space race would be too intense if we did that. You know, can you imagine if they went to Mars in 1977? Like, can you imagine where we'd be? We'd be in fucking space now, dude. We'd probably be, people would probably be living in space now. Like that one action set our fucking space program back fucking our whole the world hundreds of years. Uh, yes. So. I watched a video about the rocket, like we'll call the Viper rocket or whatever it was called. Lightning um, Bolt Vi- Pit Viper. Lightning Bolt Pit Viper <laughs> net hissing rocket. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, like it, it would have destroyed every piece of the typical launch pad and it was like way too expensive to, to rebuild one. So the idea of launching it from the ocean was actually fucking genius. It was genius. Because A, you wouldn't like burn you know you wouldn't burn up the surrounding environment uh it i don't think it would cause as much pollution though i just made that up on the spot. no 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 no, this thing had tons of pluses like pollution is good um the the pressure of the water well no there's another thing about it It, 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 like it's reusable it was a reusable rocket yeah and the pre the water pressure launching it from the ocean helped to stabilize it mm-hmm. which allowed like more thrust to go up instead of trying to control its you know ascent yeah. basically lots of pluses it was a fucking giant hyper lightning pit viper rocket um one of us will find the video and put it yeah, in the I was going to say please someone put put some information about this in the show notes yeah but so I don't think the space race has helped technology that much. It did temporarily with, you know, developing computers and probably some materials. Velcro. Um, yeah. Says you. Men in Black says differently. And Star Trek Enterprise says differently, too. Yeah. Um, But <laughs> I think, I mean, that was, this is not a unique thought, but that was definitely about you know, beating the Russians. There wasn't like a serious push to become interplanetary or anything. 
Though I would like, I would like to think that it would have changed a lot, but I'll never know. What breeds innovation? Money. Competition. Oh yeah. Oh, the sea dragon. Yeah. Like the letter C or SEA. SEA. Well, okay. Yeah. We'll put we'll put a link in there. Good. Um. So now speaking more to, I guess, sort of the human aspect of the book, along with a couple of possibly questionable like decisions. So he, when he was transported to the the launch vehicle initially, Doctor Landers like gave him the codes to disable all the safeguard protocols and give him full access to everything essentially. Right. And um previously he had been told that there's like an endocrine system control. Endocrine systems all our emotions and shit. Um but they they can only control um I don't remember which part, but basically his he disabled his mourning or his anti-mourning subroutine, so he could fully take in, you know, everyone he ever knew was dead, he was alone, all that kind of stuff. Um, but he disabled that and, you know, dealt with all the grief before he dealt with the Brazilian ship that was trying to fucking kill him. So that could have turned out really bad. Right. He could have just basically like, oh, this is useless, I'm just going to shut down, and that would have been the end of the book. It would have been like fucking two chapters. So right. I had a problem with that, but it, that's what it is. Um, I also had an issue with when when Riker and Homer, I think, came back to Earth mm-hmm. after, you know, previously in the book, they uh, I guess when Bob was moving away, he was monitoring and saw like huge explosions, EMPs, indicative of you know nuclear nuclear war, basically. So when Riker and Homer came back, they were like, sup, dude, I found it interesting that the remaining humans were still interested in finding, in, um, like, pursuing getting off the planet. I have to assume that there was a subroutine for Bob or some version of Bob to come back at one point and help them off. But they definitely, you know, after that war happened, they could not have realistically believed they could have built another ship to get the population off Earth. Ever. See, I think they could realistically build believe that because they're just fucking human beings, and human beings have prove, proven time and time again that they believe that they are fucking capable of anything when they're really mm-hmm. not. That's what I think. I, when I read that, I kind of, kind of took the same thing away from that, but I was just like... Yeah, this whole thing is like, this whole thing is bullshit because these people believe they would do it themselves. They sent these robots out. They had zero faith in their ability to do anything. They said, if they're out there, then whatever, you know? I don't think they were planning on having a nuclear war to annihilate yeah. everyone. So, you know, that wasn't that wasn't part of the plan. So they're, they were just going to send out these probes and have them, you know, see if there are planets out there and... Worlds for, uh, I was going to say conquering, but that's the, <laughs> not the <laughs> well, right word. Um, you know, colonization. 
And uh, he just decided, he saw, you know, like you said, he saw what was going on back there. And he was like, oh, he's like, all right, we got to go check that out at some point. You know, make sure, make sure Earth's still alive, you know. But assuming they found a suitable replacement for Earth, how do people leave? Like, it was such a disaster. I mean, well, not a disaster, the wrong word. Such a a hassle and a rush job. Because there's always competitions between all the other continents, whatever nation states there are now. They barely got one ship up. How were they realistically going to move their entire country off the planet? I don't think that was the goal. They just wanted a military presence somewhere else? Yeah, I mean, when England sent people to the New World, they weren't going to move all of England over here. Right? True. Same thing. But... You can't think of it in the mindset of of they're going to have... They did this because of a nuclear war or because of some kind of survival strategy. They just did it because they probably were like, we need an alternate backup. You know, and even then, they if if they have an alternate backup scenario right now in the United States, it doesn't include you, me, or Michael. You know, you know what I mean? Right. So, I guess maybe it was an assumption that I thought they wanted to move their population. No, okay. I didn't. I didn't take that. I mean, let me say this: I didn't take that away. That doesn't mean that that's not accurate. It could be accurate. I just, I just kind of automatically ascribe selfishness and assholeness to uh, to them. And I was like, they don't give a shit about anybody. We'll find out in book two, and perhaps book three. Uh, there's two other things I want to say. Number one, through all through you know Bob's existence and the humans on Earth and the Deltons on whatever the fuck planet, Deltron 3030, Deltron whatever uh, planet they were on, I noticed a common human, a common part of humanity. Uh, is humor. I thought that was interesting. An interesting thought. You mean those other other people, for lack of a better word? Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were apparently, the way they, they were described, they were, obviously they didn't really look human. No, they're like man-bear-pig-bats. Yeah, basically. Yeah, kind of. Um, but they were still very... You know, They're still acting like like early primitive. I would say I would say early humans. You know, mm-hmm. um, but you know, one of, at least one of them told a joke, so I was like, aha. Yeah, and you know, you got some humanity there. I mean, they were like barely using tools, right? At this point, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. They had one. They had uh, Archimedes, the smart kid, who made all their weapons and shit. That's right. Um. Yeah. So the the final thought, what James was talking about, um, a little earlier when when you know when Bob's consciousness, for lack of a better word, his his matrix was his chi, no, his okay. chi was cloned, no, okay. cloned and distributed. Yeah. Um, you know, and he his other self woke up with a slightly different personality. Um. There was the whole topic of, you know, cloning and individuality. So I made a note to myself. I was like, if I were ever cloned, I might have the thought, I'm me. He's him. We have the exact same history up until a point. We don't share decision-making responsibility or dependence. 
and we'll each live a life with only one mind from here on out. So I don't have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's about right. I mean, yeah, you're you're made from that person, but you're not that person. Yeah. Other than the potential initial shock of waking up in the room and finding out you're the second one, you're like, okay, well, yeah. fuck it. Yeah, that happened, the, I think, the first time, right? Yeah. He woke up, he's like, ah, uh, he's like, what the hell? He's like, checks his serial number, oh, I'm not, I'm not the first one. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> okay. So assuming you can deal with that, I think you'll be fine. If, you know, if we're ever, ever cloned. They talk about which that. we won't be. I've, I've seen discussions about that in regards to Star Trek and the, the, the transportation system. Oh yeah, the transporters. I should say. Is it? Are you killed and then recreated? Yeah, that's the, that's the theory. I've decided that that's basically what's happening. The Heisenberg compensator makes sure that you are you. That's all that matters. Yeah, I think that that's. <laughs> I think that's like the like the. Well, I don't know what it's like, but I, I've just decided after reading. So I read Bob verse two. And they go more into it there, but not really. It kind of comes out the same way. They're like, oh, no, it works. It's it's actually a backup, but we don't know. I think it's not. I think you're just getting fucked every time. Like, you do it, and a new you is born. You know, a backup of you, but it's not the you that was killed or the you that was transported or whatever. And Star Trek is just like, the Star Trek people are like children playing with the tools of gods, and they just don't know what they have, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, if in terms of cloning or, you know, copying Bob's Matrix, like, you know, if you're burning a CD, a copy of a copy of a copy, two copies of that copy, a copy of that copy, it's, hey, you know, it has the potential to degrade or change slightly. Well, if it's all digital, it should theoretically not. Well. Checksums, my friend. <laughs> Checksums, I mean, atheists. I mean, if you make a copy of a CD or something, like, make a copy of a file on your computer, it's going to be identical, you know? Mm-hmm. In theory. That's it. Um, it could be hacked. Hacked to Gibson! No. Um, we'll find out. Well, I'll, I will... So, overall, I'll just preface this saying... I'm not an audio, an avid audiobook listener. I tried to listen to one before and gave up after like four hours, I think. And that was a, a difficult four hours. Um, I sort of, this one struggled to keep my attention for about 45 minutes. But I think once he launched himself into space, then, you know, I kind of just, I went with the story. It was pretty easy, easy to listen to. Nice. Nice. Well, that's good to hear. So I might even listen to Bobaverse Book 2. Yeah, it's we'll, in there. We'll see. The Wheels of Fate. The Loom of Fate. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to get the audiobook of that <laughs> and force ourselves to sit through it. The Loom of Fate, a.k.a. whatever that movie's called. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so do you guys have anything else to say about the book? That's awful. Um... No, I don't Questions, think so. Comments. It's, it's a good book. I already read book two, like I'm sure James did. Um, I'm just going to say, highly recommend. Okay. 
That's all. Um, so it gets in, way more interesting. So. Okay. In the show notes here, I made a little note to myself, audiobook plus plus. Go to video books. I think my... <laughs> I could... I think more... I'm more of a visual learner than an auditory learner. So I don't necessarily have a problem listening to books. Reading it, reading the book probably would have uh, been better for me, which I might do in the future. But I thought, man, you know what would be awesome? Watching a nine-hour video of James Lipton sitting in a leather chair reading this book to me. And like w- just watching someone read the book to me instead of that'd be awful. That see, I mean, it's just preference. That, that's something I think I would like, and I think video books have a serious market. Ha! I mean, uh, I'm sure there's some people who would be like, "Yeah, I'll watch this." Because look, if I can sit down and listen to a book for nine hours, I totally get why you could see. For me, I there, but there's. For me, I just won't be paying attention. I'll just be like doing something else and have the book playing, you know. Um, That's my is, problem. Yeah. So I have like it'll be playing, and then I'm like, okay, well, what am I supposed to focus my attention on? Because yeah. I'll be hearing it, but my eyes are looking around, and I'll like find something. I'll lock my eyes onto, you know, we'll we'll call it YouTube, not necessarily YouTube. I'll be like, oh, let me click on this. Let me look at this, and I get distracted. But if it, if I were watching, war war war, if I were watching someone read a book, I like all of my attention would be there. I'd be looking at them, I'd be hearing the book, I'd see them, you know, trying to convey the emotions and become the different characters and I think that would be very interesting for me. That's it. Well, you sir are in No, I don't know. No, I think it's You're a great that. human being. And I like you a lot. <laughs> oh, thank you. Ah! He's like, oh, Mike. Mike, <laughs> Mike, Mike. What do we got so, up next here, uh, Evan? Well, uh, I'd like to make an official announcement that the next book, if if you guys would like to continue doing a monthly book club slash analysis, uh, I assume the answer is yes, because we talked about this last month. Um, the book City of Ember. There's also a movie which you may watch as a supplement. Uh, I don't know how closely they follow, but I I believe Mike said that he read that the movie was fairly accurate or fairly faithful to the book. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Sounds about right. Yep. So next month we will talk about City of Ember, the first Sunday of. June. That's all I have to say about that. Okay. Okay. The hell up. Yep. I'm stoked about that. It'll be good to listen to a book that, uh, to something else. Something outside of my, uh, realm. Your normal repertoire? Yeah, normally it's just zombie books, space books, lit RPGs is all I listen to. And then I mean, the occasional it's... motivational book. Well, I, I support your decisions. Um, have you looked into City of Ember? I assume I did. you don't I, it's remember. In my, it's in my uh, cart. Okay. Yeah, I'll buy it today. Good. Um, but by the way, and I'm not going to put a link to this because I'm lazy. 
and I really can't talk about it just because it's not the kind of book I can talk about, but I just finished a little while ago The 50th Law. The awesome book. Is that sci-fi or is that... No, no. It's based upon the 48 Laws of Power by Mark Green. Robert Green. Robert Green and the 50th Law is written by Robert Green with 50 Cent. Hmm. So it's actually kind of about like 50's life and who 50 is and who Curtis Jackson is and that, you know, it's all about power. Honestly, the whole book's about power. It's about okay. power, keeping it, maintaining it, how to get it. It's it's a good book. And it's not like a cocky prick book. It's actually a good book. It's not for bros. It's a book for learned individuals. Um, if you're familiar with the 48 Laws of Power, then you can be familiar with this. I have that, but I've never actually read it. It's an it's apparently an excellent book. And I, I've read, so I watched a synopsis, a YouTube synopsis, by this guy named, I think his name is the Elucidator or something on YouTube. <laughs> I can I can find his name. I'll tell you what it is, but I think it's the Elucidator. But, um, or Uslid, I don't know. But anyway, he has a thing on the 48 Laws of Power. And he goes down a rundown of what all 48 are. are and it's really good. It's kind of interesting. Um, and then he goes down a, uh, one of his other videos called the 50 Laws of Power. And I think that was like one of his first videos he did. So he did a video about it, and then that got him into all these, like, books. So he does a lot of videos about um, the 48 Laws of Power, like, separately, synopsis videos about it, and all this kind of stuff, about the actual laws. So it's pretty good. Not to be confused with the Ferengi rules of acquisition. No, not at all. No, Correct. No. We're talking, one, we're talking about fake rules that don't apply in real life, and one, we're talking about how to get money. And fuck bitches. And that's the Ferengi rules of Profit. Profit. My lobes are aching. <laughs> and, and just to round out the whole, you know, umox. laws of power. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> she gives great umox. Um, I have a mug here with Gibbs's rules. This is a reference to NCIS. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> well, that really applies, Michael. Thanks for adding that in. Evan, what do we have next? We have something uh, in game theory. I'm going to skip over the Sea Dragon post, but everyone should watch it because it's awesome. So a Reddit user found an original StarCraft source code disc from 1998, which he got in a box of StarCraft stuff for $50 on eBay. So he made a Reddit post about it. Everyone was, was like, burn it, rip it, let us see the source code, fuck them. So he's either going to do that or return it to Blizzard. He was having a, uh, a a mental debate. Ended up returning it to Blizzard. Blizzard was like, word, thanks, bro. We need, really need the source code from the game from 1998. But, you know, tons of people still play it. I'm sure there's, you know, proprietary stuff in there, um, intellectual property, all that good stuff. So originally they gave him a free copy of Overwatch. Awesome. And a $250 credit to buy stuff from the Blizzard store. Fantastic. He told him to get fucked. No, he took it. But I think Blizzard got a bunch of backlash because they came back to him a week later and were like, hey, we want to take you to uh, an all-expenses-paid trip to BlizzCon. It's on us. We'll take you out for drinks. You'll have a great time. Oh, here's a bunch of, like, Razor Overwatch peripherals and uh, other extra stuff. You know, we're cool now, right? Give us... Tell tell the redditors to back off. We're cool. Huh. So the moral of the story is do the right thing. 
Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I hope he made a copy of it first. I I would like to think he did and just keep it and like show his grandkids. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, not release it like in a month, like ha ha. Yeah. No, that would be a bad move. But yeah, well, I wonder once if it were open sourced, it could have spawned, you know, obviously illegal, but many variations of StarCraft, which a lot of people would play. Just like when the Quake Three source code was released, you know, there were a bunch of clone games for uh you know with different textures and and character models but essentially it was the same game hmm. would have been cool highly illegal probably all shut down um but having a copy for himself interesting thought yep. yeah and i would I, shit i would have can you imagine what people would have done with that they would have like rebuilt that game from scratch or re-released it with new patches and updates or made patches to the original game and get it out for free you know, so, I would have said, I think uh, that's a great thing. Hasn't, honestly. hasn't a Blizzard done that? They made one patch, I think, in like fucking 10 years or something, dude. No, but I mean, didn't they? Um... Uh, Starcraft 2, Star- Starcraft Brood Witch or whatever. You know. <laughs> you call this sandwich so bacon on it? <laughs> <laughs> no, didn't they I release? I like Sun Tomatoes. <laughs> um, <laughs> <Did> they... <laughs> of course, it comes to the thing. house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you order it, the lady. <laughs> um, no, didn't they release a, a new version of, of the original StarCraft? Like, you know, it's HD or some shit. Yeah, but that's dumb. That's fucking dumb. Well, it is what it is. You know what this could have gotten? That's a money grab. Go ahead. Well, of course. If he released the source code, not to the public initially, but to a, going back to our earlier discussion about pirating, if he released it to a pirate group, then that would have had potential value to perhaps secure himself access to essentially unlimited, you know, data to download from, from various servers, like for the next year, like he could have traded it for access. Hmm. He probably didn't think about that. That's something that went through my mind. Um, That's because you are a savage. Correct. Yes. Oh. I was just yeah. covering one eye since no one can see it because we're an audio podcast. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, are you having a stroke? Like, what? You- <laughs> no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, folks, Evan just collapsed. We're gonna end this right here. Hopefully, uh, we'll see you next time. It's like I'm gonna figure out how to call nine one one in another city, <laughs> and <laughs> and we'll talk to you later. Then I don't hang, don't end the call at all, and just like you hear me on the phone, like it's one side, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Do you even know my address? Well, I'd have to log into my Amazon account. Okay. But yeah, I thought about that too. I was like, Do I even know where the fuck he lives? <laughs> and I was like, It's on my Amazon account. So. Excellent. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, be, be googling. Huh. How do I call nine one one in another state? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, although we would probably have to end up being like you just have to call the police department in that state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Yeah. Well, that's all I had for game theory. Okay. Sounds good. I like that story, Evan. Yeah. Thank you for bringing it to our attention. You're quite welcome. Um. All right. 
so next we have I just put in here under Yum Update. We don't have much. Um, I just put Fat Chat. Mm-hmm. So just wanted to get an update uh, from everyone. How's how's it going? Ugh. You know, what are you doing? What are you I'm not so doing? Famous. You know, do you want to kill yourself? I mean, what what's going on? <laughs> so let's let's um, let's wrap. I I <laughs> fat fact. I am feeling pretty good. I have been eating uh low carb for probably two weeks now, maybe a little twelve days, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um currently drinking one of these sparkling ice zero calorie beverages, strawberry watermelon. It is delicious. I ordered are you guys familiar with Torani syrups, sugar free syrups? No. Often offered at some coffee shops. You know, it's got the classic uh, basic white girl flavors, all that kind of stuff. Um, so there are a couple of companies who offer the same things, different companies. One called Skinny. Uh, skinny Bitch? Sk- it fucking might as well be. What's it called here? No, the skinny, skinny Girl. Well, no, that's liquor. Right. Uh, this one's called Skinny Mixes LLC. So I ordered a few different syrups from their website uh, a couple days ago. I can uh, do a taste test and review when they come in. Three of them. I got got pumpkin spice, Mike. Oh, yeah. I got like a bourbon pecan or something. I'm going to try that in coffee. I got a white chocolate one. I'm going to try that in coffee. Then I got two fruitier ones like cherry limeade and lemon lime or something like that. I'm going to put that in... Uh, sparkling water and see how that is. So I'll let you know when it comes in. I see. Um, I don't, Mike, I told you that I bought this product, but I don't think I ever spoke about it really. This perfect keto beta hydroxybutyrate supplement. Oh, yeah. Oh, you should that. Okay. Did I tell you about it? No. Okay. Um, it's overpriced. Don't buy it unless you really, really want to. Um, it tastes okay. It's kind of, a plain chocolate flavor. Uh, it, the, the actual flavor says chocolate sea salt. It's, I guess, a little bit salty. The main selling point on this is that it has 11 and a half ish grams of beta hydroxybutyrate in it per serving. And what that is, is essentially ketones. So if you are in ketosis or trying to get in ketosis or even not in it at all, but really just want the benefit of that sort of steady boost of energy that being in ketosis gives you. You can take this and it will get beta-hydroxybutyrate ketones into your bloodstream, into your brain, and you will see see what happens. But uh, I, what if you're doing keto, once you get into full, like, fat-adapted ketosis, there's you produce way more than this anyway, so there's absolutely no reason to get it. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. All right. But I will finish it. I've been eating low carb for the past week or so, although not as low carb as I could be. Um, This week I'm going to resume the shakes, the keto chow. Okay. Not like in the corner, like withdrawal shakes. No, no, no. Not, yeah, not that kind of shake. Mm -hmm. That's a, that'll be later, but, um, (laughs) uh, when I'm done with keto, I'll go straight to the heroin. That's right. 
That's right. A shivering. Inject the weight off. <laughs> right. We tried that before. I mean, not with heroin, obviously. Yeah. But with yeah. smoking. Uh-huh. Didn't really work out too well. It did not. It did not. We you gave can... it a good eight-year the eight-year college try, but uh, it didn't, <laughs> it's like it didn't work out. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. And just addicted to cigarettes. That's all. Yep. Mm-hmm. Who saw that coming? Yeah, right. Yeah. So so yeah, I'm gonna I gotta keep going with the shakes. Um especially, you know, we talked about uh the fan who has, you know, had great success mm-hmm. on uh using keto chow and just just staying with the, the low carb way of eating. Um, he's used fast to break through the last few little, little, little bla- uh, plateaus or whatever you want to call it. Um, yep. so he could get down to the weight that he wanted to get to. So he did mainly, I think he just did like 48 hour mm-hmm. fasting. Yeah. That's um, manageable for sure. Yeah. So I've been meaning to. That's ask interesting. Him. I'll, I'll have to send him an email. Mm-hmm. I was curious about his food choices for the uh, adventure he's going on, or maybe that already happened. Not yet. Okay. So I think he's still debating about that, trying to decide what to what to do exactly. He's considering okay. different options, but yeah, definitely send him a send him a message. Um, we talked about it before. There's the Quest bars, I think. Yep. Right. So <laughs> he told me a story where, so I had a quest bar, you know, and you know, I've never had that kind of bar before. Right. Right. At all. So I thought that's how they are. Um, it's kind of, I guess, dry. You know, yes. It's not, not very, very dry. Not very moist. Um, very moist. dense, very dense. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, but I didn't think it was bad, you know. It wasn't Sandy? Like, yeah, no, no, not really. <laughs> Dude, the one from those keto people is pretty good. They're a little expensive, but they're pretty good. Yeah, that one was pretty good, actually. It wasn't a bad bar. I mean, I, it's shocking when I first had it, but after that I was like, oh, it's not bad, you know. I should mm-hmm. order some more of those, probably. Um, But our our friend, he, uh, he had three of those bars back-to-back, the Quest bars. That'll bung you right up. Uh, it was, well, it was... <laughs> the opposite. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Play fast and loose, huh? <laughs> yeah. So, something to keep in mind. <laughs> yeah. Got to be careful, you know? Well, they do have... The way they keep the carbs down is by using this weird, like, goop substance that is sweet, but also essentially all fiber. Mm-hmm. So, he could have had, like, 50... You know, like a day and a half's worth of fiber in one meal, which uh, that I guess that could make it run through you. Right. Yeah, that must be what it was, because wasn't a good time. Yeah. But you know, hey, it's all good. We've all Who been is there. This the fan. Yes. Yeah. Huh. We We're gonna have show. to. I'm gonna make a shirt that just says the fan. That's right. Yes, and it will be a reference to a movie. With Robert De Niro. Yeah, which is and, actually the basis of our show. Our show's all and, about that show, that movie. Yes, and Wesley Snipes. Mm-hmm. I oh. should probably watch that movie. 
Then you've never seen uh, it. I've been doing the show all wrong for the last year. <laughs> Benicio del Toro, huh? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. I no, I've never seen it. Oh well, if you like knives, I do like knives. If you see it, you'll like the movie. This joke still won't be funny to you. Okay, I've seen Sudden Death with Jean Claude Van Damme in hockey. <laughs> Have you seen Double Impact? Yes. Okay. So we next we've got uh, Evan. What do you got? Sheeple. What's well, this? I, I I just want to say one final thing about being fat. So we've all we all know what keto is. I think we're all advocates of it. We've seen the positives. You don't have to do that to lose weight. It's just easier. Um, because slightly you're using tastier, your, so perhaps slightly tastier. Although I do love some rice, love some spaghetti, love some lo mein spaghetti. Spaghet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if you're if you are on a reduced calorie diet and using equal amounts of protein. There is no weight loss advantage of a low-carb slash keto diet to a traditional diet. It is just way easier because you begin to use your own body fat stores as energy and you your, your hunger levels are under control, so it's much more reasonable to be at a larger calorie deficit. So that's that. Now we can move on. So... Into the extras. Mike, this one's for you. And James, this one's for you. Uh, Merriam-Webster, the dictionary lady, has added the word sheeple as an official word. Using as the example, Apple has debuted a battery case for the juice-sucking iPhone. An ungainly, lumpy case the sheeple will happily shell out $99 for. Sheeple are people who are docile, compliant, or easily influenced. Okay. Hmm. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I, I'm yeah. not mad at them for that. Yeah, I'm not either. Sheeple. That's pretty funny. What else we got here, Evan? The mass... Yes, that's uh, my hat that we discussed earlier. I said I would link to their YouTube channel. They uh, are a, a, fit, a YouTube fitness duo who give no fucks. They take names, and they have fun. I see. Are you, are you a sheeple or a sheepdog? Uh... I don't really like sheepdogs. He would. He Evan is hopefully neither. He's hopefully not a sheeple, and I don't think he is a sheepdog. I probably follow a few things blindly. Um, for love of the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, okay. I was just con- contemplating my whole life there. <laughs> right. He's like, huh. <laughs> Alright. It's like I never thought of myself as I didn't mean to ask that normal. question knowing it would take us all way off track. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh okay, so Michael, what do you have? Alright, so Indonesia's oldest man dies, and if this is right, this is the world's oldest man died. Um supposedly he was hundred and forty six years old. Now, from what I've read elsewhere that is unlikely to be true, although it, I guess it, anything could be possible. But um, supposedly, you know, the max age is like 120, 125. 
you know, before just your DNA starts breaking down or some shit like that. So, um, this guy though, he's not recognized by the, um, you know, let's say Guinness Book of World Records or whatever, mm-hmm. because he doesn't have, I'll say, a verifiable paperwork. Right, a birth certificate or anything. Yeah, the only thing he had, he had an ID. His he had an identity card, which said he was born in December eighteen seventy. Wow. Um, he had outlived his four wives and three of his children. Damn, that's yeah. crazy. How well, old was he again? One hundred and forty-six. One hundred forty-eight. One hundred forty-six. So they just need to. Cut his bones in half and count the rings, right? Yeah, right. Then he cut his bones out, suck the marrow out, and then pour <laughs> me a shot. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the rings. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, Try to eat some of in, that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, this was in, uh, so I'm not a cannibal, but you know. <laughs> it's like eating a dodo bird like you wouldn't. <laughs> Yeah, he's in Dude, in- okay, Indonesia. Okay, okay. Indonesia. So, sorry, before we go on to Indonesia, the guys at my job who we were talking about earlier, he came up to me one day and he was like, he was like, look, he's like, look, would you eat an endangered animal? He said, okay, here's a hypothetical for you. If there was one Yoshi in the world, but he was probably delicious as shit, like, would you eat him? And the guy across the room, like way across the room, laughed and he was like, Count me in, yo, I'm down for some Yoshi meat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's all. It's just crazy people I work with. Anyway, continue, Michael. Indonesia. Nice. No, no, no. I was just saying, so that's where the guy was from, Indonesia. Um and he died not this is just a couple days after the oldest woman in Malaysia died. Um she was not nearly as old. She was hundred and twenty one. That's old as fuck. Yeah, so it's that's, really old. No, it is, but apparently, I mean, it's not 146. That's like, you know... Amateur. 25 years older, which is crazy. Dude, you know? people live to, like, 100. Like, 100 years old, you're like, whoa, this guy's old as shit. Not 146. What is going on with the human genome, yo? Can you someone can please unlock my potential so I don't die at 60? The, the oldest person that ever <laughs> lived that's verifiable, I think they were 120... Six or something, or 125. Yeah. So supposedly that's the kind of the upper limit. Now, if this guy, if this guy's story is true, then maybe we got some, we got some other stuff to explore here. Maybe I hopefully, I mean, of course it's in Indonesia, so I'm sure it's not going to happen. But I was going to say they should like study this guy, you know. Well, assuming you can keep the protective ends of your DNA intact and functioning, called. Uh, telomeres or telomerase then there's really no limit to uh human life of course you know barring some circumstance so what that does nice heard that is uh (laughs) when your when your dna splits and replicates uh part of the cap which is like damage control for any broken pieces um gets ripped off basically Mm-hmm. But there are ways to regenerate that currently with very expensive pills, um, but hopefully easier ways in the future. So if you can protect the thing that protects your DNA, then you can live a very long time. Hmm. Well, there you go. Yep. And one comment about eating Yoshi. Did you know that when giant tortoises were first discovered, they tried to bring specimens back 
uh, on the expeditionary ships, but none ever made it because they were so delicious. They ate them all. <laughs> <laughs> they had Wait to go minute. like three times before one made it back. That's sweet, sweet Yoshi meat, yo. <laughs> I think I did hear that uh, yeah. at some point. That's kind of funny. I mean, and hor- horrific at the same time, but whatever. Um. Okay, next. So I have in here, it says, help. So a woman bought a purse from her local Walmart and she found a handwritten note in the purse that was written in Chinese. She went and had it translated and it basically says she's an inmate at a prison in China working 14 hours a day with no breaks or rest. Uh, Continue working until midnight. Uh, whoever doesn't finish their work will be beaten. Their meals are without oil and salt. Every month the boss pays the inmate 2,000 yuan. I'm assuming that's probably not a lot of money. Any additional dishes will be finished by the police. I'm not sure what that means. The inmates are sick. The cost will be deducted from their salary. Yeah, it's fucked up. That's... But we all benefit with cheap goods. Right. So, hey. You can't you can't do the time, don't do the crime, you know? No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to make jokes about translating Chinese characters. Yeah. I'm like, what does this say? Well, it's supposed to say prosperity. It actually says cat. <laughs> so this person could be like, hey, my life's not bad. How are you doing? Like, oh, they're a prisoner in a fucking forced labor camp. Yeah, well. I'm just messing around. I'm sure it's not it. Could be. I'm sure this is a very serious matter. I'm sure it is a very serious matter. (laughs) (laughs) So, that's interesting. Um, I was going to power through these. Another story here that's just kind of funny and kind of like, huh, huh, okay. So, Donald Trump has a golf course, a golf resort, whatever, in Northern Virginia. And there's a plaque near the Potomac that says the River of Blood. And it tells the story of some battle that happened during the Civil War. And uh, apparently, though, there was no such battle. (laughs) (laughs) So this plaque is there to commemorate a thing that never happened. That's fantastic. So this is in keeping with the, um, the other thing that happened earlier this year with that woman. Mm-hmm. who talked about the terror attack that was avoided or that happened in Kentucky or something, which was just uh, not a thing. Ohio. It was Bowling Green, Kentucky or something like that. Okay. But, yeah, so weird, odd. Oh, dude, no, didn't, this, you gotta remember, this is the same guy who was like, He's like, Civil War, why do we do that thing? It's it's stupid. The Civil War could have been totally avoided. Just talk to each other. Talk it out. You know, I was like, yo, B, come on, man. How, how do you know why, why? Well, how do you know not? How do you how do you not know the socially acceptable reason why we had the Civil War? There's lots of reasons, and I'm not going to say that, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. I'm just going to say that there's a reason what everyone thinks, and that's what the president of the United States is supposed to be like. That's why we did it. You know, slavery, you know, <laughs> instead of being like, I don't know what you're talking about, B. There was no civil war. It's not a thing. Why do we do that? It's silly. Brothers shooting brothers. Come on. 
<laughs> ridiculous, man. These guys are maniacs. He's a fucking whoa. Yep. That. Very true. All right. So next thing um, in my list here, the importance of wasting time. Okay. So this is just an article I came across, and it says how, you know, of course, there's always, you know, an endless list of things that we should be doing. You know, we should be cleaning up our home or doing the dishes or doing laundry or mowing the yard or learning French or whatever, whatever it is you're supposed to be doing, dude, answering all your emails. Yes. So do you believe there's like a a higher network of connectivity between brains? Because when you first started, when you first said the importance of doing nothing and you were like, well, we all have a list of things we want to do right then. I was like making a mental list. I was like, I want to learn a language. Now I've got to pick a language. Maybe I'll learn French so I can talk to Mike. And then four seconds later, you're like, I'll learn French. <laughs> fucking fucking ESP'd that shit to you, man. <laughs> could be. Could be. You know, I don't... I've thought about that in the past, Evan. I've actually given that some thought. Yeah. That's interesting. I think, I think sometimes ideas... I mean, what you're talking about, I think can happen. I also think, though, sometimes ideas just, like, are out there. Like, mm-hmm. once someone has an idea... And we grab them. Then it's just like out there, and like and for anyone this, to take. I know this sounds fucking crazy, so whatever. In the ether, kinda. Yeah, I was just reading an article on Cracked, and they were showing how all these people invented the same thing, completely independently of each other, like around the same time. Mm-hmm. So same kind of thing, you know. It happens with animals too. It's <laughs> like, uh, I'm going to say the wrong word, but concurrent evolution. Hmm. Like, okay. they develop the same traits or start using the same skills on opposite sides of the planet with no possible way of ever contacting each other. Huh. Well, there you go. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Oh, no. It's okay. Um, so, basically, this article just describes, you know, it's important to um, waste time, quote-unquote, which means, you know, having some downtime to relax, not get burned out, etc. That's all. Yes. That's basically that's basically it in a nutshell. I support that. Mhm. So, that's it. Check out the article if you're interested. Um, that's all I had. James. Cool. All I have there's a video <laughs> that I found while I was listening while I was ignoring Michael talking about food. Um, it was just, it's just basically, no, 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 it was just a video talking about, uh, it's just a fun video about, um, I see it's the Enterprise NCC 1701. I'm joking. joking. It's Battlestar Galactic versus, uh, the Enterprise. Um, it's pretty cool. If you're a Star Trek fan and a Battlestar Galactic fan, which the three of us are, then it's fun to watch. It's pretty long. It's like 23 minutes long, but it's fun. I'm pretty sure the Enterprise would win, but I don't know the scale of the ships. Well, this is this is verse the uh so we talked about ship scale in the beginning of the show and that took my YouTube thing on an automated uh uh wormhole of like going through all that stuff so it was playing kind of on this off the side while I was looking at you guys talk and uh I just happened By to the see- way, thank you for every time that you do that. No, no problem. That's Steve. the most sarcastic thank you I can muster right now. Okay. <laughs> I just left it playing. It's just playing on the side. I'm listening to what you guys are saying. I don't believe you. 
<laughs> so, um, but yeah, that's all that is. It's just fun. It's a fun video. They, I think, I guess the guy has the scales right. They seem to be right. By the by, the scale videos I saw that came previously. So yeah, hmm. thank you. I will watch that because I care about what you like and what you have to say and what you think. I listen to you guys when you're talking about that stuff. I just, I'm just like, oh man. I think I think you hear us, James. But are you really listening? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Badfriend.net. I'm done here. Mike, take us out. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for bearing with us. It's been a journey. Whether it was good or bad, I'm not sure. But we'll find out next week. Uh, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, our website, iopanelpodcast.com. you want to let us know anything, you can leave a comment on the website or you can send us an email, feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. Or just leave a comment on Facebook. Tweet at us, IO Panel Podcast. Um, don't think we have an Instagram account yet, but we'll we'll work on that. We'll work on that. We're not gonna work we'll on it. Post our twerking videos. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think that's it. So, for everyone here at the IO Panel, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. <laughs>